0: All right, Mama, so excited to be here today. We are continuing our series on navigating healthy family relationships as we are in the holiday season. And if you're listening in real time, you might have just had Thanksgiving, and Christmas is right around the corner, New Year's, if you celebrate that with your family. So there is a lot. Going on with families. And so I would love to lean into these conversations to talk about how to do it well so that you can be prepared to go in. And today we're going to talk about what it looks like to lean in. And create real connection. And this can be with anyone. Again, this is, we're talking about family members specifically, but this is for any relationship, any acquaintance, really. This can be for your cousin that you see once a year or the uncle that you haven't seen in 10 years. This also can be for those relationships that you see more regularly, but you just might not go as deep. Maybe you've hit this like, you know, we talk about the weather and we talk about school at a surface level and, you know, the job and then we're done, you know. So today I'm going to talk about what it looks like to draw in closer and ask good questions and listen and how to just really create that space for an authentic deep connection. And this can also go hand in hand with the, the last episode that we talked about having empathy Within disagreements, this can be used for those people that you are in disagreements with and you stand on opposite ends of the spectrum. But using this, you can still have this authentic, deep connection even when these viewpoints are completely different. And really, you can also use this for your teenagers, your kids of any ages to some degree, um, strangers at the store, even your husband. I think all these tips can be used. For all relationships and I'm excited to share them with you. They're really just things that um I kind of do more naturally. Like I don't know if you've ever heard that some of like for each of us our greatest gifts are these things that we do naturally, that we don't even realize we're doing, that we kind of just believe everyone already knows how to do it and we're like oh, I didn't know that was a thing because it's just inherent to who I am and what I do. And so this is part of me. This is one of those things for me. And so I don't know where you stand in this. Maybe you're really great at these connections. And I do have a thought for you at the end. And also, I think we all can take a step forward. So whether you're great at these, whether you struggle with them, whether you're not sure where you're at in this, all of this is for you. We can all take a step forward. And before we jump in, I just want to ask something of you. Can you just take a minute, pause this episode, go leave a starred and written review on Apple Podcasts? The reason I ask this is because I am creating this free content that I love to create for you. Like, believe me, it lights me up. But... I just want to help more mamas find this spot. And the more that you share it, the more that you review it, it helps the algorithm get found. And so people can find it more often when they go searching for things. And so it's just a huge help. So if you have a second, please go do that. In addition, it just encourages my heart so much and just makes my whole day. So thank you for all of you that have done that. It just means the world to me. And... Yeah, I just want to create a space where we can all have these authentic conversations and work on healing and having these healthy relationships. So thank you for doing that. And let's jump into today. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. So we today are talking about how to create authentic deep connection. And for me this I talked about how this is kind of just inherent to who I am and that's kind of how I became a therapist is I just love these kind of deep conversations and you know even why I'm a coach today and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I think for me it's just really kind of black and white. Like surface level conversation really just really bores me. Like I just gets so antsy and I want to just go to sleep or do something else that's productive. And that sounds really bad. (laughs) I'm thinking that when I'm talking to people, but really what it motivates me to do is to dig deeper because I I want that. I, I I desire it. And there's something so special about that deep connection, those deep conversations. And so that's what I'm going to teach you to do today, like what that looks like, what my process is as I try to dive deeper and just have these really awesome conversations with people. Really, it's the best. And I think so often we can go through life without having this kind of level of relationships because it's so easy to get stuck on you know even people that we see more often we're stuck on oh how was the day okay great awesome or we get caught in like celebrity gossip or we get caught in social media or gossiping about anyone or just talking about ourselves especially with family Just going to those same surface level topics that are safe and easy and you get through the holidays and you have the same conversation about your job and how you hate it or, you know, whatever it is. But I think that in every relationship, there's this opportunity for so much beauty. And if you follow these these steps that I have, that kind of my process of what it looks like for me to do this, then you are going to, one, show up for people in an entirely new way. I believe this is like one of the best ways to be present with people and to love them and to be connected to them. It's just, for me, see it as the way to show them that I really care and I'm with them. Two, you're going to form deeper connections. So that relationship that you're pouring into, that you're really present in and diving into is going to grow and flourish because of this investment you're putting into it. Now, you might not feel like you really care that much about your relationship with Uncle Bob, but you might be surprised how much You, the third thing that you will get is that you're going to learn more about yourself. So, you know, maybe it is Uncle Bob and you're like, why do I really need to invest in this? It doesn't, it's like a waste of my time because I see him once a year for, you know, a 15 minute conversation. But when you do relationships this way, you're going to learn a ton about yourself just by listening. And you never know how your connection you're pouring into them how it's going to affect someone how it's going to make them feel loved or help them discover something new and what kind of lasting impact it could have on them and then number 4.5 because i shared like an extra half of one uh, you'll never be bored again so if you get bored at those family gatherings where you're like i don't know who to talk to i don't know what to do not not all of this is you i know some of you have like really close-knit families and you have a lot of fun with them and this you know you don't have to worry about being bored but this will take you to a new level of intimacy in that relationship but for the well those of you that do get bored this is the cure i see every relationship as this this potential amazing gem that i will explain more in a minute so get excited these are all the possibilities if you follow my system Okay, so I have like five steps that I use and I just, I love creating steps. It just organizes my thoughts for you. So that's why I'm always numbering things if you've wondered. Okay, so number one, see every person as a treasure hunt. Ah. So this is what I was referencing is that I look at every person as this like treasure map, this treasure hunt that I get to go in and discover new things. Because here's the thing. Every single person, every person on this world, everyone, the ones you don't like, the ones you do, the ones that annoy you, the ones that make you angry, the ones, all of them, they were created by God. And whether they believe in God or not, they were created by him and they are designed in the likeness of God. And God planned them out just as he did you. And he put gifts inside of them. And so they are these amazing creatures that that have God imprinted on them. So I want you to start seeing people this way, you know, in your everyday life, even at the grocery store, as you go about church, even, you know, afterwards, if you're trying to connect to someone, um, or like maybe you're on the greeter team at church and your job is to say hi to people. But if you begin to look at them in this way, it's going to even deepen that ability you have to make them feel welcomed and yeah, for the family gatherings as well. So every, every person has this imprint of God on them. And if we can look at them like they are just full of these discoveries, then there's like limitless potential for what we can find. And we'll talk about what that looks like to go in and do that. But just to begin to see people that way, because a lot of the things that we see on the surface are, are just that. It's the surface. Like it's, it's the book, the cover of the book, but there's so much more inside of the book, right? Like, you look at a cover of a book you know talk about judging a book by its cover and you can judge it by that all you want but even if the cover is great or the cover is awful there's more content in the inside there's so much more and even if we don't like some of the content like some of the choices they've made some of the attitudes they have some of the behaviors and it's it's ugly they're still made by god they still have souls that need a savior There's still that yearning that all of us have that the Bible talks about that we naturally have to find God as dark as the place that they're at, as annoying as they are, whatever it is, there's still a part of them that is searching for that God, that hope, that contentment, that peace, those dreams, those passions, all of the good things that God made us for. And so if we could see people through this lens it's going to help us see past those ugly covers <laughs> that, that make us want to turn and hide. It's going to help us stop running out of things to talk about. It's going to prevent just these surface level questions that we always get stuck in. And that, like, really, what, what do we get out of this conversation, The surface level conversation where we're not going deep? What do we get? Like, and I understand there are circumstances where it's like you, you just have to have those and it's like you've you got to go in two minutes and whatever. There's moments that those are good and, and we do need those funny things to connect over. Like there's nothing wrong with talking about TV shows and connecting on that. But I'm just saying that there's more. And when we, we see people in this way, really that, that God sees them, then we can go so much deeper and discover all of these things that are waiting to be found. And, and seeing this too, seeing people this way, can even kind of help prevent, if you're intentional about it, gossip. Because I think sometimes gossip arises as this point of wanting to connect with people. It's like this instant connection when you can have this shared thought, this shared laugh, this shared thing to talk about. And so it's so easy to just go there. But gossip is never going to bring authentic connection And it's only going to hurt in the end and destroy relationships. And so if you have this other tool in your belt of like, Hey, I know I can connect with them through this other way, then you don't even have to go to the gossip. It's going to help you have more power to stop yourself from going there. So that's number one, see people as a treasure hunt. (laughs) And this number two goes right along with it, but it's to be curious and, This really has served me so well in my life. And again, this is something that kind of comes naturally for me. So I didn't have to really work at it. You have gifts just like that, that you didn't really have to work at. They just kind of came naturally for you. And so this is something I've kind of discovered over the years that I'm just naturally good at. And people have kind of put that label on me over the years. But now I can see its impact on this gift that God has given me and how it has turned me into this person where i'm able to sit here and talk to you because yes i have a degree yes i have experience as a therapist as a, a daughter of god as a wife as a mother but really a lot of what i have learned a lot of what i'm sharing with you a lot of the wisdom that i have gained yes from the holy spirit but also just from listening from asking questions, endless questions, and listening and listening and listening and soaking it up. And, you know, it's this curiosity that drives you deeper. It helps you see past that, that front that isn't pretty. It helps you go into what, like, you know, after our last episode, what are those underlying beliefs that are causing this viewpoint? Like, let's, let's figure this out. How did you come up with this thought? Where did this come from? And I've been reflecting on this curiosity actually before it became like a thing because I started to hear about this, I don't know if you've heard like curiosity curiosity quotient. It's this concept created by Thomas L. Friedman. And I haven't dug into it a ton, but essentially it's this idea that curiosity, like your the amount of curiosity you have mixed with the amount of passion that you have is actually more important than IQ. And I can completely believe that because like IQ is great, but if you don't have a drive to propel it forward, then it's just going to sit there. But it's this this sense of curiosity, of wonder, of trying to figure things out, of going deeper, of not just taking the surface level uh, as the answers, This like that first answer, not just taking that and assuming that's the full picture but being curious like about motivations behind it about how they thought that out just always going deeper and gathering more information and so i implore you to try and take on this idea of curiosity in all of your relationships always being curious and really this can even prevent a lot of fights I need to get better at this as I speak about it. I'm thinking through how I could have done this better in some recent scenarios. But, you know, when your husband, for example, says something that triggers you and on the surface it seems rude or unkind or selfish or whatever it is, find some curiosity. Because if you know his heart, which you married him, so you probably know his heart. And if you married him, it's probably... Not a terrible heart, you know, a flawed one, a human one, because that's all of us, but not awful, not a monster. So if you know his heart, like, what did you really... Why do you think he said that? You know, maybe he meant something different, or maybe he he was in a lot of pain, like emotional pain himself, and he was acting out of that pain and made a, a bad choice. But why, why was he feeling that pain in the first place? Did he have a really bad day at work? Is he feeling like you don't appreciate him, or... You don't see all the things he's doing. I know that's us a lot. Like, we're often missing each other and appreciating each other. So, grabbing hold of this idea of curiosity in all of our relationships can really just deepen them, can just add peace and demolish arguments before they start. And this can go for our kids too. As we see them behaving in some kind of way that we don't like, Yes, we need to set firm boundaries and consequences, but also curiosity. What's going on with them? What is underneath that behavior? Why is it that they're having such a hard day? Have you asked them? Have you tried to think about what might be going on underneath everything? And in a different way, just being curious about what interests them. And I know, especially with the littles, some of these conversations can be difficult, like just tiring, just... (laughs) paw patrol all day every day paw patrol but really trying to dig into some of those conversations and just even observations about why do they like that why what is it about it that fascinates them and intrigues them what is it inside of them that really makes that this light them up what is what are all those things who is this human that I'm raising and yeah like I said some of it can be through questions some of it can just be through observations But always looking at them with this curiosity, trying to figure out because, you know, they, they take on some of our characteristics, some of our personalities and our viewpoints and our beliefs, but they are their own person entirely. And they have their own way of figuring life out and navigating it. And they're their own gifts that God gave them. So be curious. And then Uncle Bob, you know, who has done the same job for 30 years, can feel like there's nothing to talk about. But if you're curious... There's so much more waiting. And that brings me to number three. And these, these all kind of tie right hand in hand. Number three is ask good questions. So if we take all of these together, look at people as a treasure hunt, be curious and ask good questions. We, we look at Uncle Bob, who a minute ago we didn't know what to talk about with him. And now we, we have a little bit more. So because I wonder, you know, he's been on the same job for 30 years. I wonder, like, if he likes it. Hey, Uncle Bob do you like your job? Or what do you like about your job, Uncle Bob? Or what does it look like to be there for 30 years? Has the company changed a lot? Have you changed with the company? Have your friends been there with you? Or have you lost a lot of friends along the way? What gave you the determination to stick it out for 30 years? Did you ever think of leaving? And I mean, this can go on and on, right? Like now this is this whole pool of things to talk about, not just to talk about to connect on, to form those relationships, to learn about ourselves, for them to learn about themselves. Because when you're asked a good question, it makes you reflect on things that you might not have reflected on before. And when you're listening, which we're going to go into in a minute, you're learning so much, not just about that person, but about you, how you react to things. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. So make sure you are taking the time and the effort. And sometimes sometimes it's hard to like come up with that initial question before you get flowing. And that's okay. It's okay for you to struggle through. It's okay for you to spout out a couple surface level or weird questions initially. <laughs> just keep rolling. And I think this just makes people feel so loved. They just feel seen and cared about that you're present you're right there with them you're thinking about them you're really digging in and i just think it's one of the the greatest ways to connect with people and when i say good questions you don't have to worry too much about exactly what the question is like i've heard people say oh you shouldn't ask people what they do for a living and i i personally disagree with that cuz i for me that is like a great starting point first of all it's a very simple easy question to answer because Yeah, like they're, you know, you get them talking because that's that's what they do. But then it's like that is such a big part of their world, whether it's their passion or not, their time is being invested there. And there's a reason they got there. Like people don't just end up at a job. There's a whole process that happens that guides them to that place. And so for me, that is the best launching point with a stranger, you know, especially or someone that you don't know very well, because you start there and then you say, you know, kind of like Uncle Bob, some of the same things like, what is your favorite part of it? Do you like what you do? Is it your dream job? What would you do if you could do anything? Ask them. You could also ask them to explain something that they're passionate about at their job. And if their job is not their passion, it's going to come up through those questions, right? Like, what would you do if you could do anything? Or, you know, what do you like best about your job? Oh, I don't really like anything. It's just a stable income. Oh, really? Interesting. What... Interesting. How did you end up there? Like, what did you think you wanted to do? So you could really take any topic and just go deeper and deeper and broader with it. And, you know, like another one would be asking like a cousin you haven't seen in a while. Hey, how's, how's it going being a mom? Now, a couple of pro tips with all of this, because, you know, how's it going being a mom could easily be answered with like, oh, it's fine. It's, it's, you know, it's exhausting. Well, you know, okay. So it could either stay like really surface level. They could also get triggered by the question because, you know, our minds do all kinds of things. And so if they're feeling insecure about the question you're asking, they might project that on you and think that you're asking because you think they're not a good mom or because you think they should have a different job, you know. So people can get triggered by these questions. So a few tips on just kind of how to navigate asking these questions in a way that you're going to get the best response. One is just asking in like a true, genuine interest and excitement. And if you're not like an excitable person, that's okay. Just show your interest in them, your eye contact, your facial expressions. And even if you're bored by some of the content, just remember you're searching for treasures here. So what are the treasures and what they're saying? A treasure hunt is always exciting. So listen for those treasures. Look for those little clues to tell you more about who they are, to tell you more about who God created them to be. And then another tip is just to watch your tone as you're asking the questions because it can convey different things. So, for example, like this question about how's it going being a mom? You know, you could ask it like, how's it going being a mom? And that's great. You know, you might get some like, Happy answers like, oh, it's so good. I just love my children and it's so great. But we all know there's always more to that. So if you can ask it in like a more chill, casual kind of kickback way, like, hey, how's it going being a mom? Then they might get the the clue that you really like get it. (laughs) You want to go there and you're a safe space to talk to. And, you know, if we're talking about teenagers, this is especially true. You need to be super chill. No excitement. <laughs> I mean, you can be. Sometimes, like, when I – I love working with teenagers when I was a therapist. And I would – I get excited, but in a way that I, like, kind of make fun of myself. So I'll be, like, super chill, like, hey, how's this going? And then I'm, like, you know, maybe they'll start talking about something that they're passionate about and, like, very cool – chill teenager way and then i'll say like oh my gosh that's wow you're so good at that like i've been watching how you navigate this relationship with your friend and it's so cool how you did it you know and i'll go on and i'll be excited and i'll be like oh my gosh i'm i know i'm such like an annoying adult that i'm just so excited i just see this in you and it just makes me so happy i can't stop it (laughs) so making fun of yourself can be really helpful and then another tip, too, is self-disclosure in these moments can be super helpful. So, again, going back to the, the mom question, like, how's motherhood going? Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. And then you could say, if you just get that surface-level answer, you could say something like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you do seem like a really great mom. I love watching you with your kids. It's it's honestly impressive. <laughs> I'm, like, learning things from the way you do art with them. Like, I need, I need to do that at home. And, yeah, I guess I was just asking because I know I, like, I just have been struggling. I struggle all the time. It's just so crazy trying to manage all of these things and know how to parent. And I just love connecting with other moms about how they're doing because it just helps me know that I'm not alone and I'm not crazy. So, yeah, I just was curious if you felt any of those things. See, so you can like be silly. It can be imperfect. Like just share a little bit about what you're feeling. You know, if if you, especially if you relate on that same topic, that can go really far to disarm people, to allow them to see that you're on their same page or want to go deep and you're, you're ready to be vulnerable. Okay. And then number four, all goes hand in hand. Listen, listen, not to argue. Listen not to make a point. Listen not to turn it back to you. Just listen. Listen to love them. Listen to learn. Even in the Bible, it talks about this. James 1.19 says, Let every person be quick to hear and slow to speak. And Proverbs goes on and on and all these different verses about the fool is the one that talks and talks. But if you don't want to be a fool, you got to keep your mouth shut. So just make sure you're giving space to people. Make sure you're honoring them as they, if they do open up, L- allow them to just kind of process, like give them space and time to think through these questions and to pause. Like, If they slow down to, to think through a thought, don't just interrupt with something else. Let them, let them have that moment to process and, and really go there because in that moment of processing, they might be dis- discovering something about themselves, or you might be about to miss a gem of something they're about to say because you're changing the subject. And this, too, goes with what I was talking about earlier, that as you listen, you're going to learn so much about yourself because you're going to have thoughts and reactions and internal things happening to what they're saying you're gonna realize oh wow that's exactly what i had been feeling but i didn't know how to put words to it or you're gonna say oh whoa i had a big strong reaction to what they just said wow i didn't realize i felt that way i need to process this more and the more that you listen and allow them to just process and talk and connect with them you along with them are going to be learning and really it's a treasure hunt for yourself as well it's the most beautiful thing And that goes straight into number five, is when you have those moments and you realize something and you're processing something from what they said, share it. Allow yourself to be known. That's number five, is allow yourself to be known. And this is the one that I said, if you're really good at this stuff, this one is for you because this was not me for so long. I used all of these things as a crutch you know, they were still good. I still got to pour into people and I got to learn from them and I got to allow them to process, but in a way I used it as a crutch to feel better about myself because I felt like I had to earn my place in those relationships. I felt like I wasn't good enough just as I was. And so if I could perform and show them that, look, I have something to offer. I can, I can just talk with you endlessly about yourself. And I would, they would try and turn the conversation back to me and I would just turn it right back to them. And I would, in my mind, think, oh, it's just being, being a good friend. It's just me being selfless. But that's, that's not selflessness. Like, it is a gift to hear people's response. It's a gift to know them. And we need to allow ourselves to be known as well, to give them that gift back. And really, that is what creates a healthy, deeper relationship, is that reciprocity, giving to each other, receiving from each other, that back and forth. You can't have a healthy relationship if it's just a one-way street. If you are asking people to be vulnerable, you need to go there too, and you're going to be better for it. And it is not a burden on them for you to share about yourself, especially if you've just created this space for them to go there and them to explore. Like you are then just creating this genuine, authentic connection that is healthy and strong and beautiful. So do not negate to allow yourself to be also known. And I think Generally, I've seen people fall on either side of this. You know, there's some people that are great at at both, and that's awesome. But generally, I've seen people fall on one side or the other. So I want you right now to assess, like, which side do you fall on? Do you struggle to help others talk and help them open up and dig into them? Or do you struggle to share about yourself? And if you don't know, it might be good to ask someone around you. Someone that you know that will be honest with you in a loving way. Or just look at the amount that you talk in your relationships. Are you the one that's talking the majority of the time? Or is the other person talking the majority of the time in most of your relationships? Now, there's going to be seasons where that person needs to be leaned into more and you need to support them. And they're going to be talking most of the time for, you know, a good few months or whatever that looks like. But there always needs to be that back and forth. And so if you're having that season, they need to lean into you in that way. But generally, you want it to have this equal back and forth, equal across time, not in every little conversation, but generally back and forth way if you're wanting to create these healthy relationships. So I hope you take this and you feel more prepared to go into your family. You can use this stuff with your mom, you know. Maybe you guys haven't had that that deep conversation in a long time because you're always getting triggered and you're always talking about politics and now you have another path to walk down. You don't have to gossip. You don't have to go to politics. You don't have to go to the weather. You don't have to go to whatever it is. I don't know if you talk about the weather with your mom. I mean, you could. It depends on your relationship with her. But you now can look at being curious, like what makes your mom up? What makes her tick? What does she like to do? What does she feel about these things? So wherever it is for you, where you can lean in in this this new way, I'm excited for you. Let me pray. God, I just thank you for relationships and that we get to learn about you. We get to learn about each other, learn about ourselves through them. And it's so incredible how you created us, God. I thank you that you have imprinted yourself on every human God. And that if we look deep enough, we're going to discover that. We're going to discover your fingerprints. And it's so beautiful and amazing. God, I just pray that everyone would have the patience, the focus, the love to to do this treasure hunt and to help Love on people the way that you want us to love on people, God, and and also to have the strength to, to let ourselves be known and to create these healthy relationships, God. I just pray that you would give everyone insight into where they're at on this spectrum. I just pray, Holy Spirit, you would lean in and whisper to them about where they need to to grow. All of us need to grow. Where is it that for them? I thank you, God, for your goodness and that as you you show us where to walk, God, you do it in such a gentle way. And I thank you. There's no condemnation in that. Thank you for your freedom and your goodness, God. In Jesus' name, we. Pray Pray. Amen. Love you, Mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you.